listening to the podcast 82488. Thank you. She pulled him into her arms then and kissed him softly on the top of his blonde head. Good night, little one. Are you taking your new dog to bed? He shook his head firmly. Hedvig says I can't do that. Cassandra stood and smiled pleasantly at the heavy-set older woman. I think he can. Very well, madam. Gerard beamed up at his mother, and they exchanged another conspiratorial smile. And then our gaze turned to Ariana. Will you take your new cat to bed with you, too? And that was a selection from today's novel, The Ring, by author Danielle Steele. Page 8 His eyes were kind when he answered her. I am teasing you, Cassandra. Do you mind very much? She shook her head slowly. No, I don't. And then, after a pause, I feel as though I've come to know you better than anyone else I know. It was disturbing, but he felt the same way. Yet she was still his dream, his illusion, and she eluded him constantly, except here in the park. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? He nodded, not sure what to say. He still didn't want to frighten her. He didn't want her to stop meeting him for the walks. Yes, I understand. Far more than she knew. And then, seized by a moment of madness, he took her hand, long and frail, in his own, yet encumbered by the large rings she wore. Would you like to come to my place for tea? Now, her heart fluttered, strangely at the question. She wanted to, but she wasn't sure. She didn't think. Yes, now. Do you have something else you should do? She shook her head slowly. No, I don't. She could have told him that she was busy, that she had an appointment, that she was expected somewhere for tea. But she didn't. She looked up at him with those huge lavender eyes. I'd like that. They walked side by side, laughing and talking, secretly nervous, leaving the protection of Eden for the first time. He told her funny stories, and she laughed as she hurried beside him, swinging her head. There was a sudden urgency to their mission, as though this was what they had been building up to with their months of walks in the park. The heavily carved door swung open slowly, and they stepped into a large marble hall. There was a huge, handsome painting hanging over a beadmire desk. Their footsteps echoed emptily as she followed him inside. So this is where the famous author lives. He smiled at her nervously as he dropped his hat on the desk. 
a good deal more famous than I. It belonged to some 17th century baron and has been in far more illustrious hands than mine ever since. He looked around proudly and then beamed at her as she stared up at the carved Rococo ceiling, then back at him. It's beautiful, Dolph. She seemed very quiet, and he held out a hand. Come, I'll show you the rest. Page 24. Look what I have. Gerhard had returned to them, bouncing along in his pajamas with a large stuffed dog. Where did you get that? From Baroness von Verlock. She brought it to me this afternoon. She did. Cassandra looked blank. She said you were going to have tea with her, but you forgot. Cassandra closed her eyes and shook her head. How awful, I did. I'll have to call her, but that's a very handsome dog. Does he have a name yet? Bruno. And Ariana got a big white cat, did you? Ariana had steadfastly kept the news to herself. When would they ever share things? When the girl was grown, perhaps they would be friends, but now it was too late and yet too soon. Downstairs, the clock chimed again and Cassandra looked at them, feeling anguish clutch her. And Gerhard looked at her, crestfallen, tiny, chubby. Do you have to go? Cassandra nodded. I'm sorry, Papa is having dinner. Aren't you having one too? Gerard looked at her curiously and she smiled. Yes, me too. But it's for people from his bank and some other banks. It sounds very boring. Gerard Hedvig was quick to reprimand him, but Cassandra laughed. She lowered her voice conspiratorially as she spoke to this delicious child. It will be, but don't tell anyone. That's our secret. You look very pretty anyway. He looked her over with approval and she kissed a chubby little hand. Thank you. She pulled him into her arms then and kissed him softly on the top of his blonde head. Good night, little one. Are you taking your new dog to bed? He shook his head firmly. Hedvig says I can't do that. Cassandra stood and smiled pleasantly at the heavy-set older woman. I think he can. Very well, madam. Gerard beamed up at his mother, and they exchanged another conspiratorial smile. And then our gaze turned to Ariana. Will you take your new cat to bed with you, too? Page 88. To his office. To his office. As he sat in the back of the Rolls Royce, driven by his chauffeur, he pondered what he had to do. He would not lose his son. He had lost enough. When Walmer got back to his office, he made two calls. 
he returned to the house at lunchtime, extracted some papers from the wall safe in his study, and returned to work. He didn't get home that evening until after six, and when he did, he found his children upstairs on the third floor in Gerard's bedroom. Ariana had been crying, and Gerard's face was filled with fear and despair. They can't take him, can they, father? Ariana believed her father was able to move mountains, but her eyes held little hope. And neither did Walmer's when he answered softly, yes, they can. Gerard said nothing. He only sat there, stunned at what had befallen him. The notice still lay cast open on his desk. He had read it a hundred times since that morning. Two other boys in his class also received their notices, but he had said nothing of his own. His father had told him to remain silent, lest there be something that he could do. So that means I'm going. He said it in a dull, flat voice, and his sister gave way to fresh tears. Yes, it does mean that, Gerard. Despite the stern voice, he eyed his children gently. Be proud to serve your country. Are you crazy? He and Ariana stared at their father in shocked horror. Be still. On his last words, he closed Gerard's bedroom door. With a finger to his lips, he urged them closer and then whispered softly, You don't have to go. I don't. It was a jubilant stage whisper from Gerard. You fixed it? No. Walmer shook his head seriously. I couldn't. We're leaving. What? Gerard looked shocked once more, but his father and sister exchanged a knowing glance. It was like Max's flight only a few months before. How will we go? I'll take you into Switzerland tomorrow. We can say that you're sick here at home. You don't have to report until Thursday. That's not for another three days. I'll take you over the border and leave you with friends of mine in Lausanne or in Zurich if I have to. Then I'll come back for your sister. He glanced gently at his daughter and touched her hand. Perhaps she would see Max again after all. The End The Ring Danielle Steele Eight to four, the word eighty and the number eight dot com.